Hello, friends. Welcome to the Second Phase Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Graham, a certified brand strategist and business coach. You might be wondering why the second phase? The second phase may be a change in careers and learning how to navigate the world of entrepreneurship, a significant lifestyle change, going from stay-at-home parent to starting a business, a traumatic loss, a move, or an illness. It could be any number of things. No matter the definition, you are here to discover your second phase. Learn about creating a personal brand that stands out and makes an impact. To grow as your authentic selves and follow your callings, values, visions, and passions. And to learn how to build a solid foundation for long-term brand and business success. Through interviews and solo episodes, we'll be diving into inspiring stories, life and business journeys of failure and success, and the strategies and tools used along the way. You ready to learn? Grab your coffee, the car keys, or the dog's leash, and let's dive in to this episode. Hey friends, I am here today by myself. It's a solo episode, and we are going to talk all about personal branding and how to build a personal brand. So in previous episodes, I've talked about what is a personal brand. We've talked about differentiation and different key topics within personal branding, but we really haven't talked a lot about how to build one. So today we're going to dive into that nitty gritty and I'm going to answer a lot of questions that are out there on personal branding. So the first step in building a personal brand is to recognize that it is not about you. It's about the perception others have of you. Before we dive into how to build a personal brand, let's define the phrase personal brand. So what is a personal brand? Your personal brand is what others think, say, and feel about you. With that said, your first item of business when building a personal brand is to define how you want to be perceived. That doesn't mean coming up with who you want to be based on what you see everyone else doing or being, but defining who you are authentically. What are your values, your beliefs, your passions, your skills, your why? And the level of service that you want to provide for those that you're going to work for or help. The first step in creating a personal brand is to identify and define your specific personal brand. Every step of your journey to date is part of your personal brand. The successes, mistakes, failures, everything. These things are all unique to you and the business you want to form or have already created. Ask yourself these three key questions and create your personal branding strategy around them. With the focus on differentiating yourself from all others in your area of expertise, who are you, what do you do, and why does it matter? Who you are matters to your audience. They need to know who you are in order to trust you, and they won't hire you until they trust you. Remember, I say this all the time, trust determines hiring practices, or buying practices. What you do also matters. Communicating what you do is key for reaching the right people who need the service that you provide. Why does what you do matter to your audience? Mattering is marketing. And that's a phrase I learned from my mentor, Marty Newmeyer. You have to matter or you can't market. Remember, marketing is communicating your brand story. So if your personal brand doesn't matter, you can't market it. All of the above factors can be evaluated as you write the mission statement for your business. They should all be part of that and included in that. 
And I want you to keep in mind that when I mentioned that all of the experiences you've had are part of your personal brand, that includes if you were working in corporate and you're now starting a side gig so that you can jump into the world of entrepreneurship, or if you have been an entrepreneur and you're rebranding, every experience that you've had has helped you form or build that foundation as who you are so that that all becomes part of your personal brand. So the second step in creating a personal brand is to define your ideal client avatar. Who is it that you are being called to serve? What is her name? What problems does she have or he that you can solve? Is she a mom and or a wife? Does she have a corporate job or is she an entrepreneur? I want you to get very specific with who you serve. For example, I'm going to give you the details on my ideal client avatar. And maybe some of you fit into her. I sure hope so, right? (laughs) Since you're listening. So I know her so well. I've named her. Jules is 45. She has worked in corporate for 20 years and garnered a lot of experience and expertise. She's burned out from working nine to five. Well, you all know it's actually not nine to five. It's more like what, eight to six or more and raising her family. Jules wants to start a business where she can have freedom with her schedule and have more family time while making an impact on the lives of her clients. She has a heart of service. Her biggest question is how to build a personal brand and launch a business. Jules struggles with confidence and is afraid to start something new and of the unknowns of entrepreneurship. She has tried to build a business by using her Google search bar, purchasing online courses, joining Facebook groups, listened to podcasts, and has downloaded every free piece of information she could find online. But now she's on information overload. She's wondering why these things are working for everyone else and not for her. Hiring a coach has been on the back burner because she doesn't think she can find the time and she's hesitant to spend the money when there are so many free resources out there. However, she spent money on quick fixes and these quick fixes have cost her time, energy, and money. Left her feeling overwhelmed and confused and she is now on the brink of burnout. Jules is realizing that she needs help. Just like every one of us, she is not meant to do this alone. She wants someone to guide her step-by-step on creating a strategy that will work for her and her business, save her time, energy, and money so that she can create profit sooner than later. Jules loves to work hard and she is ready and is finally willing to invest in herself and her dreams. Basically, Jules is me five plus years ago. Your ideal client avatar is most likely you too. The third step is to decide where and how you want to represent yourself as the personal brand. Do you need a website right away? Should you be on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, or TikTok? Where is your ideal client hanging out? That's the number one question. The answer to these questions can be found by mapping out the questions your ideal client avatar is asking. What problem is it that she has that you can solve? Where will she be searching for those answers? Is she searching by hashtags or is she using Google? My ideal client is going to be using Google, but is also hanging out on Instagram for inspiration. She's joining Facebook groups for free information and opportunities and is using LinkedIn as a business networking tool. But let's be real. You can't be everywhere all the time. Choose the platforms that you love and you know you'll be able to build relationships on. We'll talk more about this when we get down to step five. 
Here are five key things to consider when building a personal brand and making decisions about what platforms you will be present on, where you'll spend your time to try to engage your ideal audience. Number one, always have your face front and center. You must be present for people to get to know, love, and trust you. If you decide to go with a website, which I always recommend, I just think there's so much power in having a good website that has SEO built into it. Your image should be on your homepage, your about page, and sprinkled throughout your website, on your services page, your contact page. Custom stock photos related to your business are also helpful, whether you have a product or you are a service-based business. Your profile photo on your social media platforms should be the same or similar to the images on your website with your eyes and smile showing. That helps build that emotional connection with your ideal audience. Be consistent and create a cohesive feel for your brand so that you become recognizable and memorable. Doing so will help build connection, which will lead to relationships, which will build trust. And by now, you can probably repeat it without me even saying it. Trust determines buying practices. The fourth step in building a personal brand is to establish realistic goals. This is another mistake I made. I didn't set long-term goals when I first started my business. And the reality is that if you don't set long-term goals, you aren't moving the needle forward. For the first year of your business, map out the goals you have for building the foundation for success and attracting you know, X number of clients and to make X amount of money. But you have to start with the foundation. You've got to start with the personal brand before you can start marketing. And then you have to create that content strategy which will be so important for achieving these goals from SEO on your website to social media presence. Your goals for the second year should include your growth and additional steps that you will take to achieve that growth. Will your business model shift in year two? Where do you anticipate opportunities for team expansion? You are now the CEO of your business. Can you hire someone to take over the responsibilities that you don't love or aren't great at? And only focus on your zone of genius. Is that possible? These are the things that you want to think about for mapping out your goals, your long-term goals for year two, maybe year three. I personally don't think setting a five-year plan is necessary, but a two to three-year plan is important. And it must include how you will continue to control what others think, feel, and say about you as your business grows. You need to stay present no matter how your business grows. And it's important to stay authentic. You may change, your goals may shift, and your team may grow. These are all things that you can share to continue connecting with your audience and controlling that perception that they have of you. In your budget, I'm going to advise that you include professional branding photo shoots and updates to your website as you plan for growth and additional service options. Be sure that as you establish your goals and tasks within your business, you are creating processes and systems so that in the event you can't be present, a team member or family member can step in and take over for a set period of time. The fifth step, we're almost to the end, guys. Just bear with me here. I hope you're learning. I hope you're enjoying this. There's not that much left, but I think this is all such great information. So hopefully you're hanging on with me. So back to the fifth step is to start creating content and being present. In order to create, develop, and grow a personal brand, you must be present. 
Creating content can be so overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. If you are an expert and passionate about what you do and the people you serve, the content is at your fingertips. Each client interaction you have results in something you can use for content. Every question you answer is a question that others have too. And you can share to help more people. Not to overwhelm yourself, create a content strategy. This is where brand marketing comes into play. Refer back to step four earlier. Where will you be present? How often will you be present? How much time do you want to dedicate to creating content? Maybe your content strategy will look something like this. A weekly blog post, three Instagram posts, and four LinkedIn posts. Or maybe you only want to create long-form content once a month. So you write a blog post once a month, but are on social media every day. Your content plan has to be something you are comfortable with and that you can commit to without becoming overwhelmed, frustrated, and burnt out because it does take time. Every time you create a blog post, you have content to share on social media. Do not reinvent the wheel. Repurpose, repurpose, repurpose. Every piece of content you create must provide value, entertain, educate, or inspire. The key is to focus on differentiation. Remember, you do not have to be on every platform. Start small. Focus on mastering one or two platforms. For me, my blog is key because the more content I put on my website, the more I can be seen as an expert or an authority in my space in personal branding and business, right? So for me, that's key. For someone else, it may be Instagram, especially for someone who is an Instagram coach or a social media manager. But once you have done that, start sharing the same content on other platforms. You can post the same content every single day if you want on every single platform, or you can mix it up and on Mondays post something on Instagram and on Wednesdays post that to LinkedIn and, you know, share the love, so to speak, on the different platforms, or you can post it across all platforms on the same day. Chances are that your audience is not on every platform that you are on. And if they are, the algorithms are determining what they see, and they probably are only seeing your content in one place. Maybe two, but honestly, I don't see duplicative content very often. And I mean, I follow the same people on different platforms. And I know that a lot of them are doing that exact thing. They're putting the same post up on different platforms on the same day. But it's very seldom that the algorithms show me everything. It depends on how you want to do this. I do sometimes cross post on the same day. Most of the time I spread that out. But it never hurts for people to see things more than once. So if they do follow you on multiple platforms, no big deal. If they see it on one place Monday and another place on Friday, who cares? Because that helps with recognizability. And number two, it takes 14 to 21 times for someone to see something before it truly resonates with them. Remember, people are scrolling. So unless your content is really great and really dramatic and you're stopping the scroll, somebody might scroll by it the first time they see it. So if they see it on another platform, it's okay. Now, you don't want to have it, like I said, the same thing on every platform every day because it's going to become boring. But you do want to be recognizable and you want to be memorable, and you want to be shareable. All of those things help build the no love and trust factor and also help you become more of an authority in your space. All right, so let's talk really quickly about what a personal brand is not. Okay, note, 
that I didn't mention creating a logo, identifying your color palette or topography in out this whole message, right? Why? Because they are what make up your brand identity. You first have to create a personal brand. Once you have created a personal brand and decided if you want to move forward with a website, create your brand identity. You will need the elements from your brand identity to design your website and for creating visual content on social media. So even if you're not doing a website, once you've created your personal brand, you can create your color palette, you can create topography, you can look at all of those elements and your logo and use them on social media. If you are doing a website, you want to do these things first. The goal will be to use your brand identity elements to keep your brand consistent and cohesive across all of your platforms. Your messaging will be the core for consistency and your identity elements will be the mainstay for cohesiveness. Being consistent and cohesive are key to being recognizable, memorable, and building trust. And just one thing I want to add before I close out the episode I often get the question, who needs a personal brand? The answer to that is everyone. Whether you are in corporate or an entrepreneur, you need to have a personal brand. Remember, your personal brand is the perception that others have of you. It's what they think, say, and feel about you. That means you have to be mindful at all times what content you put out into the world. That probably sounds a little dramatic, but it's a reality. Even if you are in corporate, people have thoughts on you as a person, and those thoughts can influence your career path. So do you have questions about how to build a personal brand or feel like you could use a rebrand based on what I just shared with you? Let's connect for a free brand strategy assessment. All you have to do is go to the website, therobingraham.com, and the link to schedule will be right there front and center. If you found the information in today's episode helpful, be sure to share it. If you know anyone who is thinking about starting a business, tell them to listen too. It just might save them a ton of time and stress. If you are looking for more information on personal branding or how to build a personal brand, check out the free resources on my website, www.therobingraham.com forward slash resources. Download the five components of a personal brand or the lookbook ebook and get started building your personal brand today. Oh, and don't forget, You can always subscribe to the Brand Insider email list. You can subscribe under the contact menu option on the website. Again, that's www.therobingraham.com. You guys, I so hope you found this episode helpful. I really enjoyed putting this content together for you. I know there was a lot of detail here, but yet there's so much more detail that we could talk about when we start diving into website creation and brand identity and all those things that actually do accompany your personal brand or help you communicate your personal brand. So if you have questions, let's connect offline. But for the meantime, cheers to all of you. And I look forward to seeing your personal brands whenever you pop up in my Instagram feed or anywhere else online. And that's a wrap, friends. If you enjoyed this episode and found the information helpful, please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating and review. That would mean the world to me. If you know someone who could use the information shared today, please share the episode with them too. And let's connect. You can find me on Instagram, Clubhouse, Facebook, and LinkedIn as The Robin Graham. Lastly, if you'd like more information on personal branding and brand marketing strategies, be sure to join my email list and the Female Entrepreneur Insider Facebook group. We are there every week 
with tips and trainings to help you build a solid foundation for brand and business success. And don't forget, on the website, you can find a plethora of free resources. Go to therobingraham.com forward slash resources and download any of the free resources that I have created to help you build a personal brand that stands out and makes an impact. Until next time, remember to smile.